You're listening to DraftKings Network. Folks, Mother's Day is around the corner, and let me talk to you about 1-800-Flowers. I can't wait. Every year, it's a tradition. I send stuff to my mother, my mother-in-law, and my wife because they are three amazing moms. They're better than all your moms out there. You think you have good moms? No, I have good moms in my life. I'm just kidding. This was a little harsh. I'm sure you guys all have good moms too. From your mom to the mother of your children and all the moms in between, this Mother's Day, give back to the ones that have given you everything. 1-800-Flowers helps you celebrate all amazing moms from homemade bouquets, sweet treats, gourmet food, and one-of-a-kind gifts ordered easily and delivered fresh. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off Mother's Day bestsellers at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Order today and save up to 40% at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family-owned from the start, same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckley. SAB the CV. Copyright 2024. Proximo. Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode of the Dan Lebitard Show with Stugatz is brought to you by Peloton. Welcome to the Big Suey, presented by DraftKings. Why are you listening to this show? The podcast that seems very similar to the other Dan Lebitard podcast. I'm sorry, I'm not going to apologize for that. <laughs> in fact, the only difference seems to be this imaging. I have been tempted in restaurants just walking past tables to grab somebody's fries that if they're just there. That hasn't happened to you guys? I've done it. And now, here's the marching man to nowhere, fat face, and the habitual liar. Stugatz, there are a bunch of things that I do want to get to, but not before burying burying Jeremy Taché for what he just did at the end of that segment. Yeah. Uh, that Billy, who's in charge, seemed to enjoy. So I'm going to have to get to the <laughs> bottom of what's happening here, because if Billy's going to be in charge, mm-hmm. I'm going to need Billy to be in charge. And oh. uh, uh, so, no, but I'm going to explain, <laughs> but I'm going to explain not only to the audience, but you too, Billy, what happened to me at the end of that segment, lest you think that it not take just a little bit to produce me. My friend's emotional behind me on a genuinely emotional moment. I cannot see him. He's talking to me. I can feel him, but I cannot see him. Normally he'd be sitting here. And I know that if I did see him, he would start crying and I would start crying. Same. And if that had happened... I was worried that it wouldn't be quite as authentic as it would feel if I was seeing him eye to eye. And so I just threw the show to Lucy and her stalking story. Good and, story. And yeah, it was a good Thank story. You. And she held it for 90 seconds, at the end of which Jeremy whispered into my ear, Hey, Dan, I can earnestly take uh, walk the old man right into the hard network out if you just toss me the ball from here. And Stugatz and I have told Jeremy for six months, you talk too much. Oh. You talk... You, Cut it up a little bit. It's too fat. 
And so he just, he earnestly walks him to the break and then stumbles over the finish line. And he wants to be a performer. Well, for what it's worth, it was a loose ball. I thought you were going to toss the ball back so I could let them know, hey, let the Hard Network out, breathe fault, for a second. Right. And then I grab the loose ball and I run. <laughs> I run with it. And then Billy cuts me off with the Hard Network out. What? I am furious by this. I cannot believe what you just did to me, Billy. He still sounds happy even when he's furious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has an Emmy. Yeah, I'm happy. The junior member so of the cool. Hee Haw 3 deserves more respect than that. Thank I'll tell you, you that Greg. right now. Right now. He tried to lead you into the Hard Network out. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Weren't you going to lead us in musically today? Isn't I thought you were going to lead us in. I thought you were here to. Well, he missed the pre-show meetings. Bright Light City gonna oh, set my go. soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Viva Greg Cody. Viva Greg Cody. Viva Viva Greg Cody. <laughs> I thought that we were going to lead each segment today <laughs> with him singing us into the break like we were going to be some, like a thing, a show, like a show that does things with a musical act, we a were. rising star musical act. Yeah, but Jeremy wouldn't stop talking, so right. we couldn't I end the segment with that. Yeah. <laughs> All of you. We're trying. What? Except for Lucy. All right, Greg, I, I don't know if you're going to do the whole show back there or not, uh, but I'd like to talk about a different show because uh, Lucy watched The Daily Show last night, and I uh, was eager to see what Jon Stewart would do, Stugatz, because um, I had not even realized the dilution by degrees that has been that show with Trevor Noah, and I mean it as no insult whatsoever to Trevor Noah, Jon Stewart, an impossible act to follow. But when he came back and was the same Jon Stewart, and you're like, oh, my God, this is a voice of our times. This is the, vo the comedic voice of our times in the funny space. I was delighted to hear that Lucy was just eating it up last night. Oh, it was awesome. It was like he didn't miss a beat at all. Now, I know I'm, like, young, but when I was... <laughs> I, I, when John Stewart retired from The Daily Show, I was 16. But my dad made me watch The Daily Show as a kid growing up, which sometimes felt a little inappropriate for my age. But for the most part, I'm grateful for it. So I've like grown up with John Stewart and always loved it. It was so natural. It was like just a reminder. Like Trevor Noah didn't do a bad job, but it's so clear that John Stewart is the absolute best at what he does. Like there is no second place, and just it felt exactly like the old Daily Shows felt to me. I'm not sure that Trevor Noah, who seems a kind and decent person would object to what I'm about to say on his behalf that he made that show that great and held up the the legacy of Jon Stewart is a tribute to what a great job that he did in an impossible position to follow that guy uh, and he did it honorably did it well and it, the burden of it eventually is like okay I'm going to do stand-up it's going to be more relaxed it's not going to have so much politics in it it's not going to be 80 hour work weeks grinding because nobody knows how hard it is to make those things well but you guys were surprised that Jon Stewart was still able to do it the way Jon no, Stewart has no, always no, done this it is, no this is perfect for a number of different reasons he's only going to be able to do it once a week he cannot live the life of five times a week being smarter than everyone else with a writer's room John Oliver needs weeks and months off with many writers to be the smartest thing every week. To be, look, let me explain to you the degree of difficulty on what it is that that man created as a legacy. They come into the space, they're the talk of our times, they say the smartest things best. Funny and smart, fair. That's how he became the newsman of our generation, Stugatz. Like, now people are grabbing on to Chappelle and Rogan and, wherever, and Russell Brand and wherever it is that they want to find their funny. This dude in America, 
during a less complicated time than this one, is coming out of retirement because it's important that you hear his voice when Apple didn't want it. Apple didn't want that voice for our times. So he said, I'll do this on Monday, once a week, in the most important election year that we've ever had. It's interesting that Lucy's into it because I, I've been reading that ever since he left, the age has just gone up. When he when he was there originally, the, the median age was 48, and now it got up to 63. And we and I feel like if we really want this show to get back, it needs to like that, He's that number the, needs to be lower. People need to understand that he is the standard for political commentary and comedy. There is none better. He is the best. And the fact that he has the energy that he was pouring into that Apple show, which was amazing. The Apple show was where all of his efforts creatively. Now it's going to be once a week, right up until the election. Monday night, you're going to have to watch him on wherever it is. You're not And not wait for it either. Like he's going to gorilla his way into the game where, okay, Bill Maher, John Oliver, you're the voices for our time. No, now I've got my team back with me that carried my legacy with Trevor Noah, and I'm going to kick your ass every Monday election night, and I'm going to do late night better than the late, better than Colbert, I birthed him. Better than Oliver, I birthed him. This My tree's the most amazing thing in the game, and he's coming to talk. Man, he's been fighting for veterans. He's been fighting for first responders. He's been on the right side of everything, and we trust him to be a voice during these times. I cannot wait for the next, you know, 26 weeks of what he does with that platform. But what does it actually mean, though? What is him being back other than what like the satire around this stuff is better. It's smarter. We enjoy watching it more. But does it actually make a difference? Does it change people's votes? Will his voice make an impact? Absolutely. It's a good yeah. question. Yeah, he's like the one person where like if you look at like political commentators, I know he's more of a comedian. Both sides really do like John Stewart, like not the extreme people on either side, but he's someone who his voice and his like satire just cuts through all of the bullshit that like I genuinely like I know people who are on the, the different side of the political, you know, spectrum as I and they like John Stewart as well just because he cuts through it all with his humor. But what if Superman and Batman decided to only solve crimes on Monday? Yeah. Five days a week. Yeah. I feel like, you know, <laughs> if it's that important. We're leading up yeah. a lot of time for crime. You know what you I mean? get to Tuesday, you're like, all right, we got six days. Exactly Let's right. Do this. Then the criminals yep. just take off Monday, I would think, right? Well, they're not 50, though. But he's telling, he's like, he's he's saying things that are happening throughout the week, Billy. It's not like he's just talking about things that happen on Monday. I know, but if the election and the times are that important and you're a voice that can impact change, then you need to show up five days a week. So it's not week. enough for you guys. I, Correct. I, what I was saying, I think, I imagine the way that he's doing this, is what the 80 hours of him that Apple was getting, that again, I will remind you, in the times of today, corporate Apple said, no thanks, John Stewart, we don't actually want the greatest of things even though the television you're making here for us is amazing, we're going to have creative differences. For them to now birth a freedom that Jon Stewart can pour all 80 of those hours into making sure that his show every week is what John Oliver's show. He's about to do what John Oliver does weekly, a sprint with comedy. And the reason that he does it so well is because, Lucy, during these times, political times, screaming at people, sermonizing, morally outraged, doesn't work. But if you make them laugh if you can make them laugh because you're unerringly fair all the time and you're funny, they will just like you and they will trust you more. And I'd kind of like some news people to be people we like and trust more <laughs> when one of the platforms is fake news everywhere that kills journalism as I try to prop up the remains of his career. In a time where you have 
such an issue with you know what greg you go ahead he's doing just fine i interrupted him yeah. he's a team member he's i'm going him go ahead he's was, propping you up I it's was, on me i gotta stop talking it was a long pause by my dad like very long we pause. were all looking I, like so going awkward. here i was going to um uh weigh in on on john stewart because now i haven't caught up and seen monday's show yet okay but i read an instant review that was actually mildly critical and and the genesis of the review was is he too partisan for these times is the new john stewart going to play in 2024 where he's sort of you know pl playing both sides as a matter of is he too course. fair yes that that is he too fair in no essence, he's saying is he too left or, right. or or too partisan or too bipartisan is that going to play in 2024 where everyone's divided and you have to take sides uh, that's not my opinion that's what the review said that's kind of what I, I was, was asking while I find him so entertaining I'm curious if it will make a difference the I, middle I, is where the vote gets decided I hope it's yes I'm not saying I don't think it will be yeah, I'm but just in this day where everyone seems to be so on. set in their ways what we've learned Jeremy especially since the last time John Stewart was on doing this show five days a week is is people are far from the middle. A Correct. lot of people are far from the middle. But that's where the there actual election gets decided. Extreme rights. Right. But yes. those people exist and they're 40% on each side of it. And then there's a 20% in the middle. And those people are ultimately the ones who will swing this election in particular, where you have Biden and Trump going against each other, who both have the exact same approval rates. So ultimately, Jon Stewart can make as much of an impact as anyone in this sphere by being bipartisan. Billy, uh, you seem to be making faces. Hey. Is Jeremy talking too much? No, nah, he's doing his thing. He has an Emmy. I really tried to get out of there quick. <laughs> yeah. I had so much more to say. That was good. You should have just talked. No one knew that Greg was trying to talk on the audio front. No one saw his hand. Uh, Greg, are you out of material back there? I usually do the show through you. Are you going to sit here at some point? Or you got to invite him to the desk, Dan. Oh, That's part of being a musical a big, guest. Okay, exactly let, right. let's do this. Do me I the favor. Sit. Uh, can we uh, let's nice stay? Let's Thank give you. him a bonus YouTube segment here. Ooh, where what? Greg Cody. Yes, you heard me. Oh, We're going to go. That's right. Well, you're in charge now. Well, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> Greg Cody sings us into we he was supposed to be here. To, Greg, sing us in the way that you would normally sing us in if we had done this correctly, please. Love, look at the two of us. <laughs> Vegas. Too much beer last night, Vegas. huh? <laughs> yeah, my voice is spent. Uh, take it from the top. I'm telling you, <laughs> I have no top. <laughs> That's the problem. Start again. Uh, love, look at the two of us. This is a new and unimproved Dan Levitar show with the Stugats. Gamble on by DraftKings. Stugats here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime, when I'm all over the place, is incredible. Because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect 
monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Don Lebatard. He said while you were off there, uh, while the connection was bad, he had mentioned that uh, you have lost a lot of weight and that he admires that. What got into you? Why did you decide? I thought it was all, I, I thought we enjoyed being about the munchie. Yeah. Oh, it's slurring again. Okay, the connection yeah. is bad again, unfortunately. Back to Magnus. Okay, back to Magnus <laughs> or Magnus, and this is going about as well as it could go. Thank you, Billy, again for laughing in my face. Stugatz. Magnus, I mean, I am oh, I one can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Hello? Yes, sir, action. Hello? Action. Man, I'm really sorry. This is, the, this is literally the worst way to ever do this. This is burning my heart that this is happening, but if you could hear me, just understand, I'm sorry. This is the Dan Levatar Show with the Stugats. Greg Cody, you want to sing us in? You want to sing us in as if uh, we're doing a bonus segment here for your for YouTube? Drink it up. This one's for you. It's been a lovely cruise. I'm sorry it's ending. Oh, it's sad, but it's true, honey. It's been a lovely cruise. That's why he's the star. Excellent. These That's moments will let Thank you. Encore. Well, no, keep going. I, no, I'm sorry. Please keep going. I we didn't interrupted mean, you. I, I didn't yeah. mean the to opposite of an encore. Kind of a long pause remember again. these moments are shared by few of those harbor lights. Oh, they're coming into view, honey. It's been a lovely cruise. Boy, I really did leave my voice in Vegas. That's all right. Wow. That's it. You left it all on the field. Yes. I mean, there's no look. What a performance. A a tour de force for one solid week of living his best youthful life. He conquered Vegas. Look. Greg Cody, uh, can you guys get me the sound of him on stage? And this is when we saw, started to witness the descent. I believe he was complaining about his wife on stage and not missing his wife. Now, keep in mind, he's... <laughs> My wife and I had to talk about that. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I had to explain. It was yeah. just a bit. No, it's not. Yeah, wait, just a, wait bit. a minute. It's not just a bit. Uh, you know, you walk that fine line. All right, listen, this was a moment of unbridled, uncommon honesty. I am wondering, though, because Greg left as Greg and came back a big star. Is she looking at you differently, Greg? I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. I think she's a little resentful. It's weird coming back down to earth, though. You know, one day, um, literally performing live on stage in Las Vegas, and the next day I'm in the, I'm in the, the pet aisle at Publix, Asking a guy why my brand of dog food isn't in stock right now. Right. And so, you know, it's a down-to-earth moment. Um, you know, the paparazzi, obviously, were following me into Publix, so there wasn't a private moment for me. But, uh, you know, it was just weird having to sure. come back down to earth. You know, I, I asked my PA to, to get the dog food for me, 
and and she just wasn't available at that time because she was making that arrangement for uh, Hee Haw Three Day in Miami Dade County this morning. The thing we had, and so you know, it's been hectic. It's been hectic. <laughs> right, I, I will yeah. say I agree I with him. The yeah. the dinner at home after Vegas is always sad. It's like uh, this hamburger helper just yeah. doesn't slap the same after a week in Vegas. <laughs> Billy. I like my family. I had a nice time when no, I got No, no, I didn't say anything about my family. That the, the dinner though. That first home dinner. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like, oh, just this like packaged hamburger helper. Sure. Can yeah. you guys just get me the sound though? This was Greg Cody at Maximum Relax. Keep in mind, we were there for the ascent. Chris, this is fair. An ascent into superstardom. He rocked the Super Bowl. Everyone took notice of Greg Cody. Greg, wait a minute. What's that noise over there downtown? The coolest place, downtown Vegas. What happened? Surrounded by live music at the biggest party, Greg Cody. <laughs> Greg Cody won the Super Bowl, and then he immediately forgot about his wife and everything that got him there. Top Are there any none. good Greg Cody stories not told by Greg Cody about Greg Cody <laughs> yeah. before we get him out of here? I have oh, okay. a couple, but I'm not telling them. <laughs> Baby! That's yeah, my that guy. kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We don't. No, I'm quiet. You know what? I hadn't left the hotel until last night. I'm a very quiet man. I'm yes. A, you know, I'm a married man. I don't cheat on my wife, despite that gratuitous line in back in that my day. That you wrote. That I wrote. You know, I'm, you know, I wish you were here, my wife. I really miss her. No, I don't. That's the thing about my, being married. You know, you're not allowed to say, I don't miss my wife. I've been gone two days. I haven't been gone long enough to miss my wife. I'm sorry. I call her. You I'm on the phone with her for 30 her. seconds. You know, that what am I? Hello. Mrs. All right. All right. We'll see you. All right. And then, you know, I'm going to see her in two days. I was jumping Charlie. Good. And that's it. That kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. That kind of thing. So you miss her or you don't miss her? I Make you your mind. Oh, I miss you. You know, I wish you were here. You know, but no, I mean, come on. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've been married for like 40 years, 43 years. Why? I'm allowed to be away from my wife. And you know what? She doesn't miss me, I guarantee you that. I guarantee you that. It's a break for her. She's on vacation without me there. Are you kidding me? And you know it, baby, and you know it. And you know it, baby, and you know it. And you know it, baby, and you know it. <laughs> And you know it, baby, and you know it. How's jumping Charlie? And you know it, baby, and you know it. How's jumping Charlie was the greatest of the emotional intimacies he shared with his wife. How's jumping Charlie? Good. What more are you going to say? I talk to her every day of my life. Right. You know, I two days without talking to her wouldn't be a crime. But you have to call. You know, there's that obligatory you call. You have to call. Yeah. I will say, since we're getting emotional and perhaps Greg Cody doesn't realize this, no one enjoyed the absurdity more of you uh, getting videos of you on that screen singing those songs, radiant, as happy as she's ever seen her man than your wife. I was sending her secret videos of all of that. And uh, she, uh, I will say this to the audience and to Greg Cody, the only reason that, wo that woman tolerates this fool is because he's funny. The only reason. <laughs> and the sex. <laughs> Whoa. Baby. Baby. Hey, what? that kind of thing. I'm talking about that kind of thing. Yeah. How many times do I have to tell you to move a little further back from your mic? <laughs> That's too far. <laughs> it's Greg, bitch. Splash. <laughs> He's a new man. That felt like a Lewis line. <laughs> That's a t-shirt.
That's a T-shirt. It's Greg with this persona right here. And that's, the sex. That's an attitude. <laughs> that, is, that's, that is an attitude. Is, you are telling others. Do you know what you're telling others about yourself when you give them this photo and I'm Greg only he can navigate these tough political times. That's right. He should be on instead of Everyone Stewart. knows what he means. There's nothing behind the word bitch other than he's Greg. You got that right. I'm Greg Cody and that's how it was <laughs> back in my day. Do you have one this week? Do you have uh, no. one? Why don't you have Tuesday one? Tuesday after Vegas, yeah. man. Everyone knows. Quality right. control. Yeah. You know, what's... Yeah. What stays in Vegas stays in Vegas. Not so whatever that line is. Next week's so President's day, day, it's a whole in thing. Vegas. Hee-haw, three! Ba-dap! He's right. <laughs> so do you want him to sit there or just keep doing whatever he's doing? I like him up there. Well, right? if I may. Okay. If we're going to get to... Are we going to do normal show or we're just going to have this the whole time? Okay, no. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm to so North- tired of this character. Already. I think it's going great. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the smile on his well, face. You would, Billy, and this is why everyone fears putting you in charge. <laughs> Splash. Uh, you let Jeremy ramble. You let come him. Co- you let him come in here whenever he wants. Hell yeah, he won an Emmy, Dan. <laughs> And you've got Greg Cody behind me. The key to this show is chemistry. You've got him behind me the entire show, and he wants to talk seriously about himself and how wonderful he was this week. Like, he doesn't want it to all be jokes. One of the, I'd say the only frustration that Greg has with me over, I, I don't know how much of our friendship is, is that he doesn't get to show his serious side more often where Tony Kornheiser gets the best of him there because we're always jostling him into the clown position around here because his wife loves him the same way that I do. I, he's funny as the clown. Same. <laughs> so are you. That's right. That is correct. Yes, sir. Who needs me? Do I emote now? Yes, sir. Yes, we need, we, 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 we've got three minutes left in the segment. There will be a hard network out. These three minutes are exclusive to the YouTube audience live right now. Bonus content here to celebrate you. They're going to make your podcast the biggest thing this week with the Greg Cody Show featuring Greg Cody with, because you've yeah. got the exclusive interview with Hee Haw right. 3. Right. Yeah, a lot of backstory on, on the origin of Hee Haw 3, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, there may be a documentary coming up on that, but I don't want to reveal too much. Uh, the thing you did, Dan, yesterday uh, was very kind, and you referred to the health issues I had a few years ago. And I hadn't really considered that a few years ago I would not have dared to go on stage anywhere, let alone Las Vegas, because I could not have gotten through a single song without coughing. And I don't think anybody but my wife knows how bad it got for me at one point. No, we know. You were passing out at Highlight. We were all scared for you, Greg. You're stubborn, and we were all... Everyone who loves you was deeply scared for you. What people didn't realize, though, is that there were months, there was most of an entire year when I could not sleep in my own bed. I had to sleep on the far side of the house, as far away from Erlene as possible, because she needed her sleep. And I was chronically, continually, nonstop coughing, to the point of tears and i remember you know sitting up at, at 3 15 a.m and saying to myself i cannot go on like this 
um, Graceland, my granddaughter, had was very young, and she was just beginning to talk. And one of the first things she said was, stop coughing, Pop. And I couldn't. And I really wondered how long I was going to be around to see her grow. And to have recovered my health to a large degree right now is a, is a real blessing. And that all came forth in Las Vegas and being able to do uh, what I did. 90 more seconds. I'm out of material. I mean, I could, I could start going into detail on how bad it got for me. But the point is, uh, thanks to medicine and, and some good doctors and everything. Um, you know, and laughter. Yeah, laughter helps. Medicine more though. Laughter, laughter. Honestly, laughter. Not Patch Adams. At this, there is the best medicine. Though. At this point, laughter's no. the only thing that makes him cough. Uh, that's true. If if I if I laugh spontaneously, that does make me cough. I pop a couple of prednisone, my magic drug, all right, my all magic right, pill, all right, all right. and 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 I'm all, all right. better. Now we're carried away. So laughter's actually killing you. It's the worst yeah, medicine. That's right. Yes. When I laugh, I come as close to death as he as laughs. I he starts can. coughing. He can't catch his catch his breath, and then he passes out. At high line. That's that, correct. That's right. Yeah. So laughter is not only medicine. Laughter is sickness. Correct. Yeah. It's tough to balance that. That really you know? backfired mm-hmm. on me spiritually. I'm a laughing man. Until you die. <laughs> I'm Greg Cody, and that's how it was back in my day. You don't have one today, though. No, I don't. I left it in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I had a script all written. I left it on the plane when I was sleeping for 19 hours in a row. <laughs> And Jess, by the way, was drunker than me that night, and she stole my water. I want that on She did. Stole your water? Yes. We'll tell that after the the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Don Lebatard. Did you guys see uh, Gilbert Arenas' assessment of Zion Williamson? Agent Zero. Stugatz. Did you answer my question there or no? Like No. Okay, very yeah. good. This is the Don Lebatard Show with the Stugatz. We will get to Ron McGill here in just a second. He joins us every single week. I want to get his thoughts on Greg Cody singing in Las Vegas. But, Greg, what has happened to Lebetard? Who? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Welcome back to the Greg Cody Show with Stu Gotts. Um, Dan may or may not be back later. We All miss right. him. But uh, it's funny, Ron being on here, because he'll remember this. Back uh, before I hit big in Vegas and used to be a writer, primarily a writer. Right. Ron and I actually collaborated on a book mm-hmm. called The Pride of a Lion, which is screaming up the charts. <coughs> you are struggling, my are man. Are you okay? <clears throat> Maybe all that co- it was all the standing. All that yeah. milk and coffee really helping your throat today. <laughs> have, have some laughter for that cough. Yeah, it's it's Vegas. Uh, Vegas is coming back and, and kicking me right And the, the milk. <laughs> but, uh, Ron, but, but the I, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ron, you remember that book we collaborated on? I do, I do. It's it is screaming up the charts. It's been doing great. It's a bestseller. It's a you know editor's pick. It's all those things. Uh, thanks to your incredible writing, which I guess now is taking the back door. I see the glasses. Are that is that the new Cody <laughs> prop? The glasses because I noticed them on stage in Vegas. Yeah, very well. Right. Thank you. I uh, 
I've, I've been wearing big uh, feathered hats as well, but I left that back at the back at the ranch. Listen, um, I got to tell you, I was impressed with the notes that you hit, and you're relatively being in tune. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Oh, look relatively. at Matt White there. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Thank you so much, man. That's just great. Thank you, Lucy. But uh, uh, Greg, I had no idea you had those kinds of pipes. I did had. I had no idea. I will take relatively in tune. I will take that as a compliment. I will put it yes. in my pocket. No, absolutely. <laughs> and without any, you know, there was no voice correction, none of that automated stuff, that auto tune stuff. That's they true. Did a lot of those artists, yep. you were out there raw, as, as they say. I, and uh, I, look I, at the way she reads the book and everything. You need whatever they're paying you is not enough. And and you know what? Thank by, you. By the way, by the way, Ron. <laughs> Same. You, I, you know, since I I wrote the book, I hadn't read the book, believe it or not, until a couple of until last week. And really? I, yeah. And I read it. You just read your book? Yeah. All right. And I I read you know I I read chapter at a time, but I didn't read the whole book cover to cover until uh, the my JFK to Las Vegas flight. Which there was, you go. However it's long. A great read. Perfect. It's a great read. Perfect read for a flight. Exactly. That's exactly what I've been trying to tell people. Yeah. No, I took your advice on that because I remembered you saying that, and it was true. Um, You read your own book on a flight? I did. That's amazing. I know. I mean, you should. (laughs) We thought this show was (laughs) (laughs) self-absorbed. It's weird. You know, do you read your own book? I mean, if you wrote the book, you know what you wrote, so Mm. do you actually need to read it? Not in public. Yeah, that was a new experience for me, though. Well, I hadn't read it in private either, so that kind of thing. You can't read it while you're driving. You know, you got uh, while somebody else is flying the the plane. Do you have a question for Ron? Or? Yeah, actually, I do. I do, Ron. This interests me, and and it particularly interests Stu Gotts, probably. New York Times had a piece uh, under the headline "Mammals with the Munchies," and basically, it said that cannabis and THC is something that more and more zoos uh, are using. Uh, veterinary cannabis to, I don't know, to improve the, to to lessen the pain, to improve the health, lessen anxiety. Does Zoo Miami do that? And what do you think of it? I think we have used some THC, uh, uh, you know, based products, uh, not extensively to the best of my knowledge, but I do know it's in the pharmacy. Um, And listen, it's been, you know, medically proven to work. So the fact that it works on humans uh, tells me right away it could easily work on animals uh, for everything from, like you say, pain, pain, uh, you know, pain medication to to appetite stimulants. So who knows? I'm not a veterinarian, so I can't say for sure. But I know that there are things in the pharmacy that have THC in them. Any extra laying around? I mean, just uh, curiosity. I got to tell you, Stu. What what do you mean? (laughs) Serious question, Rob. I got you. I'll look into it. (laughs) Okay. Ron, what would happen if Stugatz did animal drugs? Hmm. Animal drugs are not a whole lot different than human drugs in a lot of ways. People don't understand Hmm. that. Um, They just sometimes have a different name or different, uh, you know, label. But um, they are very similar and sometimes identical to the human drugs that are used. I got to get to the vet. I mean. <laughs> Ron, which animal in the animal kingdom has the best singing voice? Oh, you know, it's got it's got to be the birds. I mean, you know, birds just have an incredible uh, diversity of sounds that they can make. You know, you look at things like minor birds, even our own state bird, the mockingbird. I mean, the different sounds when he's singing in the springtime, looking for a female. It, it's so melodious. It's so diversified. It's incredible. If you're talking about 
you know, the, the sound, you know, you look at something like primates, some of the gibbons, the simangs that can make these sounds, you know, the whale, which makes the loudest sound in the way in the world, the blue whale, I believe, makes the loudest sound in the in the world. So it depends how you define singing. Is it intensity? Is it how how much reach it has? Or is it how enjoyable it is to listen to? I mean, for me, I could listen to the hump. Look at that. She's even showing the photographs and the drawings and sketches. I, you know, send me an address so I can send you a check because you deserve it. Wow. All right, I will. <laughs> Uh, also, by the way, three pages in, doing great so far. <laughs> <laughs> we should do an audio book, by the way. We should do that. We yeah. should, you know, you know, Greg, that's a good idea. Yeah, in, um, in your voice, because, you know, you got the voice for that. Yeah, but it wouldn't make sense in my voice, because when I says Ron McGill, you know, it should that's be true. in your voice. You're the, you're I've the, been reading it in Ron's voice, so I think I wanted Ron to narrate the auto, audio book. Also, yeah. I got to say, I love, I've only read three pages, but it says I'm on page 26. Love that. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Like How encouraging. <laughs> Ron, what, uh, what, what animal has the worst voice? Like, if, if the animal were singing, it would just be unbearable. Uh, gosh. I don't know, I'm trying to think something as close to stew guts as possible. Um, well, thank you. I don't know. I, I, I think it would probably be like a, you know, like a donkey, mm. an ass of some sort. A bray, a braying it's, animal. It's yeah. like, oh, it sounds so painful. Hee haw, three. Like that. <laughs> Any more questions? No, that, that's it. That's my brain. You want to throw it to video or what do you want to do here? Yes, this this is interesting <laughs> to me. Kangaroo on the loose. There was a 911 call out of Tampa last week featuring a woman who found a marsupial next to her pool. Let's take a listen. It's, it's B-roll. We're just going to watch it. And you're going to oh, talk yeah, over it. Classic. Dad, do play-by-play. Um... I can't even describe what I'm watching. Oh my God! Well, the there's kangaroo a kangaroo that's jumping. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, next to I'm pool. terrified yeah. of kangaroos. Uh, kangaroo has hops. Night vision. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Or yeah. or he's glowing for some reason. Night. Ron, do kangaroos glow? No, they don't. But that's a you know a thermal okay. camera, so you're getting the body heat from the kangaroo. Looks like the aliens get. in Miami. What's that guy? Do, they, do they swim, uh, kangaroos? Uh, they can if they need to. Yes, they can if they need to. And they understand they're incredibly numerous throughout the Australian continent. As a matter of fact, they're considered pests by a lot of the Australians. This is going to sound terrible, but a lot of vehicles that drive in the outback, they have these huge uh, bars welded onto the front bumpers of their car because they hit so many of them and they don't want to do damage to their car. Wow. Ron, how is it legal to keep a pet kangaroo in the state of Florida? Stugatz, if you knew what people keep as pets in their backyard in the state of Florida, you probably want to move. Um, it's unbelievable. Everything from kangaroos to tigers to, you know, massive uh, snakes. I mean, people have kept things that um, should never have been kept as pets. What's the craziest pet you've seen or you've heard stories about? Um, geez, I mean, just seeing some of these, you know, massive tigers that people have in their backyards. Uh, it's pretty amazing to me that somebody that, uh, I knew, you know, uh, a guy, a big caterer down here had a giraffe uh, in his yard. I mean, a, a flipping what? giraffe. Yes. A giraffe in his yard. Okay. I'm not going to mention the guy's name because he's very well known, but <laughs> he had a giraffe in his yard. Ron, now we have a video of a chain smoking goat, which is a sentence I never, ever thought I'd say. That's me. Uh, that's right. The goat, <laughs> the goat of chain smoking. There's a goat in Nepal. And uh, he appears to be smoking incense like Stugatz on a commercial break, a heater. <laughs> Look at him. There he goes. Um, 
It looks like as if someone were just going up to a bunch of incense, inhaling them, and inhaling. then taking a hit. And then exhaling it. Look at this. This is incredible. Doing. Listen, animals can become addicted to things just as people can. The fact that we subject animals to that for a video to get more hits is disgusting. More okay. hits, yeah. This, this, type, this type of stuff, to me, infuriates me, to be honest with you. These people doing things with animals just to get more likes and, and you know, all these clicks on their stupid videos on God bless it, TikTok is just exploiting an animal uh, for the sake of look at me, Louie. And, you know, I, that's, that's exactly what it is. If you handed a pack of cigarettes to an animal, <laughs> would its instinct be to, to literally eat the pack of cigarettes or would it be rebuffed by the smell of tobacco? I'm not sure. It depends on the animal. Yep. Uh, you know, I know they've, they've had a lot of chimpanzees literally smoke cigarettes just like human beings do. Really? Uh, several primates. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And become addicted to it. So the fact that you don't have, you don't have to teach them after the, the first hit because they become addicted to it and it's something they keep on going back to. You know, the same thing, you can give sugar cubes to horses. They'll eat it till they die, and it will eventually kill them if they keep eating sugar cubes because it's an addictive thing. We can, as, as people, we got to be smarter than that and be a little bit more compassionate as to what we offer animals just because we think they like it. If your kid loves to eat chocolate all the time, is that all you're going to give it to him? No. Hey, Ron, I have an adorable little cat and he's my best friend, but he really loves jumping into cardboard boxes. Why do cats love cardboard boxes yeah. so much? What it does is it, it's a safe way to kind of practice their predatory instincts. They love to lunge at things. It doesn't fight back, but it collapses, okay? It, 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 it has some bounce to it. So it kind of it reinforces their predatory instincts to chase, to hunt, to stalk, and to pounce uh, without causing them any serious damage. It's, it, it's, it, they're playing is what they're doing, but they're basically that, that play stems from that natural instinct to stalk and to hunt. And boxes, you know, they make noise, they collapse, they slide around the, the ground. Cats love that stuff. Ron, I'm catching up on this book, page 28, loving it so far. You talked about a, a little lion cub that got rejected by its mother. What does that even mean? You know, it didn't get rejected by its mother. Um, it, it said uh, rejected her. Wow. Well, no, she, she wasn't All right, Greg taking liberties. Milk. She wasn't producing enough milk because he was the only cub in the litter. He couldn't stimulate her enough to produce enough milk. So we had to augment her. But she never rejected him. She was an incredible, incredible mother. I think this Until, one's about a different cub because uh, it talks about the cub before Quasi that got Oh, rejected. yes, yes, before Quasi. Oh, the first cub ever born at the zoo, yes, was rejected by her mother because her mother was a first-time mother and just didn't know what to do. She just absolutely – and that's not uncommon. In the wild, that's not uncommon, especially with first births. Animals end up dying because they're rejected uh, as a mother who's inexperienced, doesn't know what to do. So neither of you have read this book. <laughs> no, I read I, I read the book. I, I, didn't, I thought she was talking it about it. seems like you have. I mean, <laughs> I've read the book several times, as a matter of fact. And loved each time. Thank you, Ron. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next Guys, week. Keep those glasses, Cody. They, they're styling. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. Thank you, thank Stuck out here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. 
I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe's variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash dlb there's no safe like simply safe without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com